Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, Gina. Hi, Ioni. And hello to the listeners. Welcome to this very special episode of the Polyester Podcast Sleepover Club, in which we have all those gorgeous conversations you'd usually have at sleepover with your mates. I'm Ioni, and I'm the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester Online, in print, and everywhere else. I'm Gina. <laughs> the hand just... <laughs> Stop it. Olivia's going to shout at me. You just made me laugh. It's not my <laughs> bloody problem. Um... I'm Gina Tonic. I'm the deputy editor for Polyester Zine. I mainly run the editorial. Sometimes I like to hop onto the podcast. And I'm also very beautiful. That's very, very true. So today we have a very, very special guest on the Polyester podcast, who is Chloe Cherry, who is better known as Gina. Faye from Euphoria. Bum, bum, bum. We are so, so excited. Obviously, we've all been absolutely hooked on Euphoria for season two, for better and for worse, the good, the bad and the ugly. Chloe and Faye are obviously the good in our books, absolutely, truly obsessed. This is part two of our bimboism deep dive. And Gina, why are we talking to Chloe about bimboism? Um, um, Firstly, because her character Faye is kind of just like a stereotypical bimbo. And I think that a few years ago, if her character had been introduced, so many people would have just despised her based on her looks and like being a bit like not the brightest. Right. And I, I think like easily like five, ten years ago, people would have just despised her character and she would have just been like given loads of shit. Whereas like this she's just been like the standout like she's everyone's favorite everyone's obsessed with her she's like all over tiktok she's going viral every episode like she is the bimbo that everyone adores and she's not given any reason to not like her oh my goodness what an introduction let's get going with this interview then i don't think i can top that hey chloe how are you hey i'm great good and congratulations on an amazing season finale of Euphoria. How does it feel? Thank you. It feels bittersweet. Like, I'm glad that people now have seen the whole show and they got to see all of it. But also, like, I wish it would go on forever. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to be in next season? Can you tell us? Um. Yeah, I don't. That's not something I can show you. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Um, so, okay, I probably should have done this first. For anyone who is not familiar with you, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Chloe Cherry, and I'm an actress from Euphoria Season 2, and I also am a model. I'm interested in, like, how it felt for your kind of, like, first 
big TV job to be a show that has like so much discourse surrounding it. Yeah. Like even on the TikTok you put up from us, you everyone commenting like, if anything happens to Fezco or Ash, I'm coming for you and like calling you Faye directly. <laughs> even just like the wider conversation around it. How yeah. did that kind of feel? Um honestly uh like it felt it's just it's a lot but I mean I guess it's it's honestly way more than I could have expected like I didn't really think I was able to even comprehend how much like attention that show had on it like I don't think I really comprehended like how much like how many viewers that it had and like yeah, it's uh it's been it's been crazy to see it. Like uh, most of the time never I don't ever read the comments anymore. It's just so much and it's like there's just so much there. It becomes so overwhelming. At what point did you decide to stop reading the comments? Um as soon as people started like commenting about my lips and like my appearance and things I was like I just need to avoid this. Yeah, I was reading your interview with Interview Magazine and like when they asked you about your look and they and you replied something like, oh, everyone has something to say. Like, I was wondering if you could elaborate on that or, like, what you meant. Um, yeah, it's crazy, like, to me, just the way that people, I guess, um, just what they said about, like, my appearance, just specifically my lips. It was just, like, crazy because, I don't know, I guess the way that I... I actually, like, had, like, that's actually, like, my face, you know what I mean? And nobody in my life was, like, was reacting that way. Mm -hmm. So it was just weird to, like, once it was on TV that that's how people thought about my appearance. It was just crazy because, you know, nobody in my life felt that way, like, in person. So, yeah, it was just weird. Yeah, it must be very surreal. I think people find it so much easier to be like nasty to a character because they don't just think yeah. of it as like a person yeah. they think of it yeah. as like in their screen yeah definitely I think like Faye's been such like a fan favorite this season though like I think I was talking to Ioni about this earlier like in like old tv or like tv like, like I watched growing up like any like blonde sort of bimbo character was just, like automatically hated and always got loads of shit whereas mm -hmm. like Faye came on screen and everyone was like I'm fucking rooting for her she's like the best yeah. one it's just such a nice change yeah, I think it is. And um, I think it's because of the fact that I'm not like, it's, uh, I'm like kind of, you know, like a, just a weird, interesting character. So there's like, I'm, I'm really glad that it's, she was received so well. I'm like stunned, actually. I know that like with other characters or on the show, there has been like the actors have been allowed input and stuff. Was that the case with your character, or did you just kind of go with what was written? Yes, I um, I improved a lot. Like I improved some of my favorite lines of mine, which was like, um, "You're probably like eating that ginger's ass," or that line, and then <laughs> the one that was like. Do you and your son fuck people together? <laughs> Those are like the best lines as well. Like the most iconic. Like I've seen them all over TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those ones. Because Sam is so great. Like he's so creative with his directing and he loves to like, oh, you know, always really get something good. So he 
Will let us improv, and he let me improv like every scene we shot. Basically, he we would shoot a normal, and then he'd be like, "Okay, now this take, Chloe, just say whatever you want." <laughs> That's so good. There was like way more of it. Like I would go on and on. <laughs> oh my god! Give us a if you remember one. Give us an unreleased uh, line. I remember there was this in the back of the car with Zendaya. Our Rue and I, our conversation actually went on longer. It was, we had this moment where she says, have you ever seen that movie where those two people are dying of that terminal illness and it forces them to be five feet apart at all times? And I say, oh, yeah, yeah. That reminds me of that other movie. Have you ever seen that one where those two people, they go out on that boat and they, like, go scuba diving with these sharks and then the boat leaves and they're just strand out there to die. And then she's like, whoa, yeah, I think I have seen that one. And then we just, it's just such a like, <laughs> like a drug addict conversation to have to like try to get deep, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> it's such a stoner conversation. Though. Yeah. Be like, no one can remember the name of the film either. Everyone just being like, yeah. Trying to like get like deep into something and like, when you're because you're like on drugs or you're like it was just it was really funny and then we go on like talking why are you talking about the blake lively shark movie i don't even think it was real. <laughs> i think that was another thing that i just improv that that's actually a thing but that sounds like a scary movie yeah, i'm pretty sure it's a real <laughs> film but i'm not sure we've done a whole podcast episode on like shark films before okay. but i haven't watched that many so i was just kind of like yeah that sounds good when the person i just remember me. that was like a thing that was an option to do on like a cruise that i went on when i was younger and then i think i like imagined that i was like what would it and then <laughs> So recently on the podcast and on Polyester, we have been talking about the re-emergence of the bimbo. What are your thoughts on bimboism? Um, I don't know if I fully understand what it means other than like just really caring about your appearance a lot. And I think it's really just a hobby. You know? <laughs> Honestly, then if that's what it is, it's what it looks like to me is just really caring about your appearance and wanting it to be a certain way. And that's just like a hobby. It's just something that fulfills you in life. It's just something to do that you enjoy. Yeah. I think like always with like stuff like that, like when women care so much about their appearance, especially when it's like to link to femininity, people always just see that negatively. It's not like how people are like, Oh, sewing is like not a real art or like, knitting is for like grannies and stuff like that and then people are bimboism to knitting and sewing that's like you know what i mean thing. like i think i think they link though isn't it like some people's nans are like the most highly glamorous women i've ever seen in my life like we'll sleep mm. in rollers every day like it, it's it's kind of like a lost art almost being hyper feminine so it's really cute to see it like brought back but yeah anyway, it's not, no like, I, I, that's what i think it is it's like an art it's just something that you do because you enjoy it that's just fun to do in life because it's just something that's enjoyable, like, to some people. I feel like the high femme thing is something that you, like, really play into on your social media as well. Is that, like, a character or just Yeah, you? that's just me. Um, yeah, that's just always been me, and I, I guess I, uh, I like the fact that people, like, on social media like to see, you know, they like to see, I feel like, because other people out there like are 
you know, different in that way. So they like to see that. And I just have always been that way. Very like into color and cute things. What would you say were like some of the first instances in which you saw like someone who looked how you wanted to look or like in what's it called embodied the type of like person you wanted to be? Um, Honestly, probably the Chloe Bratz doll. Yes. Long Bratz doll when I was a kid. You and our entire generation. <laughs> like, we, yeah, everyone yeah. just looks like brat dolls <laughs> now. We had like a Bratz TV show, and even that version was good, and the doll. And every time any iteration of Chloe the Bratz doll was just, I loved. Oh my God, I saw a TikTok the other day of like the Bratz mams like they had like a line of like the mothers of brats and they were all like milfs like it was amazing like <laughs> that's so funny. i feel like that's the like next step up after bimbo like you become a milf oh yeah 100%. hopefully hopefully, hopefully. Do you want to be a milf i don't know <laughs> i don't know about that we'll see so i thought it was interesting as well when we were shooting that you kind of said like that the people in london dressed kind of differently or like put more maybe like effort into their looks or just like had a different style I'm interested in like how that was for you going from like LA to London to then Italy because I remember Grace being like oh everyone's very glamorous in Italy yeah for sure because it I mean I feel like everyone was glamorous in London um compared to LA like LA people are always wearing just like matching tracksuits and like leisure wear and like it felt like in London the norm was to wear like a cool like kind of outfit you know like people just had like style like they would wear like real clothes mostly like that was the normal thing to do is people would have like their style and their outfit or they would be kind of nice and a classic kind of look and then in Milan for sure everybody was wearing like very well tailored clothing um everyone just looks very clean cut and like everyone looks nice I felt like all of you people dressed really well like there was just the average look was just to be like have this kind of classic look that just looks good on people and people just had style and um, people just really put effort into making themselves look good in their clothes versus in the states people don't it's not the average (laughs) do you think it will like inspire how you dress yeah, I mean, it totally already has. Like, it makes me want to, like, wear less just leisure wear, or, you know, like, just to not think of, like, think of always wanting to be in, like, an outfit versus just, oh, I'm just going to be comfortable. And that's what everybody in the States always wants to, is just like, oh, I just want to be comfortable. Like, Also, it, I feel like you were, like, really embraced in London, like, as soon as you were here, and then you were I everywhere, and everyone it. just loves you here. <laughs> For good reason. <laughs> so obviously there's been a lot of discourse around euphoria and especially around like I feel like there's been just so many articles that like pull out that quote you said about your first scene where you're asked to be nude and then didn't and then put it into different context and stuff like how do you feel about that now oh um it's funny because of um that was just like a thought that someone had of like oh like what if she was nude it wasn't supposed to be like a big deal but yeah. everyone everything out of uh, context uh i think it was just a thought and it would have been funny the only thing is it would have been it was the first scene we shot and i feel like it would have been interesting experience with like the other actor like 
<laughs> it was like we meet for the first time and it's like that <laughs> I'm interested in like how you kind of got the scripts like did you know your character arc that like in the end you would warn Fez or were you like not sure um so yes and no like Sam would rewrite things all the time like he would literally come in to work like come on set like sometimes I'd be walking into set at the same time as Sam would be like hey Chloe good morning how are you I'd be like oh hey Sam and he'd be like I was writing this morning I would say you were writing this morning and yeah he didn't <laughs> stop um, he would always like come up with new ideas like he was just always hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's like, just constantly like had so many different ideas for things. So I didn't totally know everything, but yeah, I knew mostly everything. Were you like in the original script that was meant to shoot pre-COVID? Like, did you, have you known for years you were in it? How did that feel to like know and then have to sit in your house? I knew about this since 2019. That's devastating. Do you think that makes it like more difficult to kind of like come to terms with all the attention and like commenters and stuff because you've been we've all been sitting on our houses and now suddenly you're like a in euphoria b walking in all these fashion weeks and traveling like around the world yeah. c dealing with millions of people being like don't you fucking grass let's go and ashtray up and talking <laughs> about your lips oh gosh yes um it's just been i mean it's nothing. I didn't really know what to expect, honestly. And, um, yeah, I really just didn't know what to expect at all. Like, I didn't, um, I was just hoping that people would like me. So intimidating. Like, I'd be so scared of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess having to sit there for like three years and be like, what are people going to think? Like, what? I think I'd just get so much in my own head if I had that much time between like, knowing something and something coming out yeah I mean it was definitely interesting but I tried to not like overwhelm myself with anything um but yeah it was interesting to just have that and like I would I told like all my friends knew but like yeah it was 
interesting because at the time, like, I've been on social media for, like, seven years now. And I didn't tell, like, my followers or, you know, like, I didn't really, like, go publicly with it uh, until it came out. I feel like that was such a good call because immediately everyone was like, who's that girl? Like, who is she? Yeah, I just felt like it was the best way to do it would just be like, do a really good job and have it just go. I saw this like TikTok rumor that Trisha Paytas at some point auditioned for your role. Do you know if that is true? Probably not because honestly, a lot (laughs) of people that say they auditioned for Euphoria never did. Like, we would sit there on set and be like, this person said they auditioned for Euphoria. Like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) <laughs> of them did it but maybe i don't know but some people make that stuff up like it's like a common like thing i feel like but i don't know i don't actually know but i that would be funny she would be funny. <laughs> i love her i really actually think she's very funny maybe when phase in one of lexi's plays Tish, trisha can play the alternate universe version of you it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like I was just going to say Trisha's like the MILF brats evolution of Chloe. Yeah, she's the MILF brats of She always does this like remakes though, doesn't she, of like music videos and stuff. So maybe she'll do like a remake of Euphoria where she's... Trisha Paytas like cosplayed me. I'd be so deeply honoured. I Oh my God. She's amazing. <laughs> does she follow you? Do you follow each other? I follow her. But yeah, she's actually <laughs> follow, like, followed her since... Probably I was like 13 or 14. I've known about her for no so way. long. Like, I've followed her for so She's long. She's so iconic. She is. I feel like she only got famous in the UK like three years ago, though. Really? She was on some UK reality show, I swear, or something. She's on- yeah, she was. Yeah, she was on Celebrity Big Brother and she walked because she was like, I can't deal with this. Like, I'm not. And then everyone was like trying to analyze it, being like, she's not like controlling the cameras, you know, like on YouTube and that. And I was like, I think she's just like not very well. Like, she probably just needed to go home. <laughs> That's what I would do. I'd be like, sorry, I, didn't sign- I don't know what I signed up for. Yeah. She's like the OG internet bimbo. Yeah, she is. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like some of the MySpace scene queens were probably some sort of bimbo. Yeah. <laughs> so aside from Trisha Paytas, who <laughs> inspires you? <laughs> oh, um, it's so many people. It's so hard to think. Um, okay, give one other TV show, one other like creator. Um, I guess there's like a lot of other like actors. Like I really like Margot Robbie. Uh, I like Hannibal Buress. He's really funny. He's a comedian. Nathan I Fielder, him. I really like. Yes. Oh my God. I want a Chloe for You TV show spin off of Nathan Few. Yes. <laughs> I really look up to, honestly, like my friends, definitely, um, in my personal life. And like just people that I've worked with through the years. I really look up to like the other cast members in Euphoria and like Sam Levinson a lot. Like uh, they're very inspirational for me. Um, and I like everybody on Succession. I really, really inspires me to just be great. Oh my God. Please give us your Succession opinions right now. Oh, um, I don't really have any opinions other than Cousin Greg is my favorite character. Yes. <laughs> Cousin Greg is like, I watched the show for him. He's, that is such a good character and he's so good at playing it. He's amazing. That is, oh my God. Yeah, he's so good. He's like my favorite. I love like ac- I love like actors where they can play like 
awkward people like when he's in Zola as well like he's just so cringe yeah. but it's like so good like you yeah. can just and he seems to like suave in real life so you're like you are really good at doing this yeah, yeah he's such a womanizer isn't he like Dumois calls him the what's he called like the New York bachelor, bachelor or something mm-hmm. oh Gina doesn't follow Dumois so it's absolutely going over her head right now do you follow Dumois Chloe I saw you were spotted on that I heard that but I don't follow it because I don't just yeah I never I didn't really know about it until I was spotted on there and people were like oh yeah I do follow this yeah I don't really what do they they just have secrets so I feel like it's kind of a product of lock like one of the lockdowns is when I found out about it it's basically just real life gossip girl okay yeah exactly but then on sunday exactly exactly. (laughs) but then on sundays they do like sunday spotted or whatever and it was a picture of you at the airport oh man (laughs) (laughs) that's when you know you're a real celebrity getting like caught at the airport that is very iconic celebrity i feel getting papped at the airport Yeah, that's like the top tier of being a celeb. Remember when like Lady Gaga used to do those like mental outfits where she'd be like a seashell bikini oh. at the airport, yeah. At the airport and I'd be like I'd just literally just be in trackies, I'm sorry. It was so cold everywhere I went. I was always wearing like three shirts. It was so cool. Yeah, trying to get the most out of the hand luggage. <laughs> Have you seen that like pillow hack now where like you're allowed to take a pillow on board so you can just like fill the pillow with like loads of clothes and everyone just takes that? Really? <laughs> yeah, so like you're allowed to take a pillow and it's like not allowed to be yeah. included in your pa- in like right. your luggage. So you just fill a pillowcase with all your clothes and then just like hold it. It's such a good idea. So I know like improv isn't just for comedians, but would you consider yourself like a comedic actress? Yeah, I would consider myself a comedic actress for sure. And I think that I'm really good, especially at like the comedic acting, the improv is where I think I thrive. Like being a character and just uh, kind of talking and coming up with things within that character. And like what other roles like do you want to go into? I want to go into roles where I play something. I feel like uh, Faye was like very like bad and like, um, you know, she just was this kind of certain vibe that I want to go into something that's like someone that comes off as um, like really confident and like very like clean, like very like um, just someone that has themselves super together, like a very um, almost like uh sort of like nerdier person kind of like a just a very clean cut person is what I'd like to personally just very the opposite on the scale of like a clean cut person to Faye where would you say you personally sit I feel like in the middle like (laughs) a drug addict or when I don't like uh hang out with like I don't do that kind of stuff but I uh also I'm not like super um like left brained or whatever like you know very clean cut in a certain way I'm still very um free I guess I can probably picture you in like a rom-com you know like an old like J-Lo sort of one yeah I would love to do that or something that's kind of like an A24 maybe like recreation of some like real life story and I play just some like weird like uh like I want to play maybe something like 
I don't know, just like some random kind of character that's like like a recreation of something in real life would be crazy. And like with, because obviously kind of everything has kicked off for you at the same time, like walking in the shows and being in Euphoria. Do you think like fashion and acting is something that you'll always want to juggle like side by side or what is your favorite or what are your thoughts on that? Um, I, my favorite is definitely acting. Um, but fashion is something that I think really has a big, I think fashion is a huge part of art and I think film is also a huge part of art. And like, it's just like, I think they kind of work together in a way. So I'll always be an actress first, but fashion is something that just, I feel like really helps me like, um, I guess further get to know myself. Um, whereas acting will always be being you know, the character that's my favorite thing to do. Cute. They really like feed into each other as well. Like to be an actor, like you've got to be fashionable. Like you have to do the red carpets and everything. And then like you have to have like your own look as well. And then with social media on top of that, that has to be like daily looks. Like it, it yeah. it's really like so much more important than I think than like in older years or past years. Okay. Do you work with a stylist or do you style yourself? Yeah, I do. I work with Tabitha Sanchez and I style myself. I think I'm decent. I'm always like curious about how like, actors and like famous people I suppose work with stylists like do you say oh I want to wear this or is it like a bit of both um honestly my stylist I've just trusted her to give me stuff and I like everything but I feel like I don't know other people might do it differently I've so far just I have an amazing stylist that just really knows what she's doing so everything she's giving me I'm just amazed by nice and rounding up question I think what would you because like the way you say that fashion gives you an opportunity to learn more about yourself what would you say is like the one thing you've learned about yourself through like the euphoria rollout period and the fashion week period um dreams do come true oh stop I'm gonna cry that's so cute last like few weeks is just like I this is like really my ultimate dream in life and I just can't believe it's real like you deserve it thank you so much and um yeah I guess just feeling this unreal feeling that like any of this could happen just trying to like yeah I'm just so grateful and just um I feel like I've learned that I kind of um I feel like I've I guess I mean, I've learned about myself that I, like, definitely have the ability to work very, very, very hard. And um, that that's just what I like to do. And that, like, I, um, yeah, I guess just I learned about myself that I'm just very fulfilled and very grateful. Very deeply grateful. This is just, like, the beginning as well. Thank you. So excited. Yeah, do you want to chat about anything else, Chloe? Um, I guess I always want to chat about how much um, just the cast and crew was all just so amazing to work with. Like, every actor was awesome and so funny and, like, just great people. Every crew member was amazing and so talented. Every single person was so talented. And the director, Sam Levinson, was just so amazing to work with. He was so good, like, one-on-one helping me with 
you know, my acting and everything. He was just really, really great to work with. He made everything go really well. And yeah, I just, I'm so grateful to have worked with the good I did. Thank you so much, Chloe. That was amazing. Thank you, Chloe. And if you haven't already seen, we have done a full editorial with Chloe. Photo shoot, full glamour, full looks, lots of stunning makeup, lots of amazing wigs. And it is on our website, www.chloeestazine.com. Now we will link out. It's also on our socials. Well, second episode of the week, done. Bloody gorgeous, isn't it? Any parting words on bimboism, Gina? Um, I just think... That femininity gets shot on in so many different ways and in so many different avenues. And especially it was when we were all really young and like didn't weren't really like aware of what good and bad was. And it's just really nice to see this resurgent where it's being reclaimed and being seen as a good thing. I agree. Well, thank you for joining me today, Gina. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> Why are you laughing? You just said that's so deadpan. I agree. Yeah, I do agree. <laughs> well, let's add. If you have enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, follow, rate, and review the podcast. And we will see you on Monday. Thank you to Halima, who is sadly not with us today, but will be here on Monday. Thank you to Gina, who is here, Gina Stewart, Eden, Charlotte, Clarissa, Grace, Hattie. Is that everyone, Gina? I hope so. Otherwise, uh, we're both bad people. And thank you to again to Chloe and her management at Anti Agency, and also thank you to Max and the entire photo shoot team. We will see you all on Monday. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.